Hello and welcome to the Clark's Legal Podcast. This is a podcast series for businesses and individuals which highlights recent case law updates and insightful discussions on the latest legal developments. Presented by our expert Clark's Legal lawyers and occasional guest speakers. We hope you enjoy the podcast. My name is Amanda Glover and I'm an employment solicitor in the firm's business services group. At the time of recording this podcast, it's the 23rd of September 2021 and today I'm going to be talking to you about happiness and in particular happiness at work. So we spend approximately 90,000 hours of our lives at work and the only thing we spend more time doing than working is sleeping. Given an individual spends such a significant percentage of their lives working, we would assume that they would ensure their work makes them happy and is something that they actively look forward to. However, it's no secret that many people do not like their jobs. Only about 40% of the world's working population say they are happy at work, according to the analytics firm Great Place to Work. But why is it important to be happy at work? Many correlate work with financial stability, status and perks. However, the importance lies in the impact that happiness can have. Not only are there benefits for the working individuals, there's actually a strong correlation between happiness at work and happiness in life, but also organisations with happy employees have three times the revenue growth of those where that's not the case. And additionally, employee turnover in businesses with happy employees is half of that of organisations with several unhappy employees. Essentially, happy employees will be more engaged in the organisation and are the ones most likely to drive growth, innovation and ultimately revenue. But despite this, most leaders don't connect the dots between happy and engaged employees and business results. This week is the International Week of Happiness at Work, which perhaps this year is more relevant than ever. There's been ample discussion in recent years around moving towards using happiness indexes as a significant indicator of a society's performance. A greater focus on happiness at work is one part of this shift. In the developed economies of the Western world, recent years have seen many individuals re-evaluating their lives and placing a premium on happiness. The COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated this trend further as people have reflected over what their priorities are in life. And this reprioritisation is affecting people's job choices too. So leaders need to recognise that more of the talent that is sought after value happiness. So against this backdrop, what is it that organisations can do to foster happiness within the workplace? Number one. For employees to be happy, they need to work for a company that shares their values and with which they feel they are a good fit. Organisations pursuing a happy workplace therefore need to start with recruitment. A thorough and effective recruitment process will ensure a good job fit, a good team fit and a good culture fit. Organisations need to start by creating an intentional and embedded culture where the organisation's values are clear and truly lived The culture should be evident to anyone dealing with the organisation and that includes prospective employees. Number two, happiness must come from the top of the organisation down and therefore leadership style is really important. There should be an empowering leadership style, a relatively flat hierarchy and a clarity of direction which cascades through the organisation. 
This will allow employees to be themselves at work and to be autonomous, rather than micromanaged or overmanaged. Leaders need to ask themselves, do I role model happiness in the workplace? Do I try to spread and share happiness? And do I create opportunities for others to spread happiness in the workplace? For employees to be happy, a cohesive leadership team is needed, which inspires, builds trust and genuinely cares about its employees. Number three, organisations need to be agile with opportunities for people to grow. A lot of people are looking for growth and development in the workplace, and it's therefore important to develop a learning culture which supports employees to gain new skills and improve current skills. Creating agile teams for specific projects will help enhance engagement and increase productivity too. Number four, Happy employees are those that feel they are listened to, that their contribution and opinions matter, and that leadership will consider their opinions when making a decision. Employees want to know that what they say matters so much that leaders may actually change their minds as a result of hearing it. And this can be demonstrated through employee feedback processes, performance appraisals, and the drafting of workplace policies, for example. Number five. Trust and respect is present in organisations with happy employees. Ask yourself, is this a team-orientated company where we trust and empower our employees? Employees must feel like they are genuinely trusted. Where employers say that their employees are trusted, but then micromanage employees, for example, the employees won't feel trusted. Good rules and guidance around behaviour are vital so that employees feel they have dignity and respect at work and that they can be authentic. Your values should create the right human community to accomplish this. So leaders should be celebrating employee behaviours which are healthy by awarding kindness and acknowledging respect, compassion and selflessness. Number six. Finally, employers need to put the right systems and infrastructure in place to support the type of work environment that will make employees happy. Employees want systems, processes and governance which enables them to do their jobs. Systems should optimise creativity and productivity and help eliminate inhibitors or barriers. An example would be to have supportive technology in place. To conclude, happy employees are more successful and happy companies make more money. A happy workplace is no longer about the financial perks employees receive, but about self-development, workplace values and how employees are treated by their leaders and the people they work with. The future of your workplace depends on the actions taken today. Leaders need to recognise that through their actions, they can shape a happy workplace for the betterment of themselves, their staff their organisations and society in general. Now, if your organisation needs assistance with anything I've mentioned in today's podcast, please don't hesitate to contact either our employment law team or our human resource consultancy for Breed People. And you can contact us via the email address contact at clarkslegal.com or via our Clarks Legal LLP LinkedIn page. Many thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you found it insightful. I wish you all a good weekend ahead and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.